You know the number one thing that women say they want in a man is no, not looks, and it's not money. Obviously, those things are great. But the number one thing women say they want in a man is a sense of humor. And guess what? I can help you with that because I teach men how to banter. Yeah, you can actually learn how to banter. So if you're having trouble getting dates or you're always left on red, women don't answer you online, you might have a problem with your banter. But good news for you, learning how to banter, especially with me, is actually really fun. And no one else really teaches you how to banter. So if you actually want women to start responding to you, and not only just responding, but engaging and enjoying and laughing with you, then I think you need to hit me up. That's kristenandchill.com. Want to know the hidden meaning behind what women say and do? Then check out The Chictionary. It's the Wing Girl Methods manual that gives you a full rundown of all the things women say that confuse men written in dictionary format. Go get a copy of The Chictionary by going to winggirlmethod.com slash chick. That's winggirlmethod.com slash chick. If you like what you're listening to and you want dating tips and strategies directly from me, then you can get in touch with me by shooting me a text to the number 310-299-9139. Up until now, only the best clients of mine had personal access to me. But now, because so many guys ask my personal help regularly, I'm building a private texting community where I answer your questions, give you killer tips, and just make your dating life smoother and easier than ever before. Even if you're not just dating and you're married, I can help you with that too. So just shoot me a text at 310-299-9139. I really look forward to hearing from you. All right, text you soon. Coming up on this special edition of the Ask Women podcast, we're going to do a short episode for you today because the topic that we're covering, it doesn't really take that long to discuss, to be honest. (laughs) But we're talking about hair loss and we have a doctor from the Bosley Institute on with us to discuss hair loss and solutions for hair loss. If you happen to be experiencing hair loss, then you got to check this out. Hey guys, welcome to the Ask Women podcast. I'm your host, Kristen Carney. You guys know me and you're very lucky because you also know Marnie Kinress, who is the other co-host of the show. They don't know me. <laughs> They've never met you before. They've never met me. No, I'm joking. No, you guys know us. We tell you everything. Yeah, I'm new to the show. show. Yeah. <laughs> and speaking of new to the show, we have Dr. David Deutsch from Bosley Hair Restoration, who is a surgeon that does hair restoration on with us. We're going to talk about so many different things. First, we're going to say hi to David, but your picture's not showing up. And I wanted to know so badly if you had... Do you have hair? hair Do you or not, not have hair? But we can't see <laughs> yeah. you. Oh, I'm so sorry that the picture's not showing up. I happen to have a very nice head of hair. I have not had a procedure done. Mm. One of those lucky guys that genetics, et cetera, have afforded me a really nice head of hair. Oh, well, wonderful. I wish we could see it. I wish you could too. And I wish I could figure out how we could do this, but we'll see. No, it's totally fine. But actually, he just has so much hair that the screen looks black. <laughs> right, exactly. We actually can see you right now. The whole thing. Yeah. Just so that people know, this is not like a paid guest on our show. We just happened to meet the team at Bosley when we were at the Manfluential conference. And I thought it would be interesting to have a representative from that company on our show because 
We know that confidence quite often is tied to hair or to weight or to height or to all of these superficial things, which I know you're going to laugh at me for saying superficial because they are real things for you. But we wanted to have you on so that we can talk a little bit about hair loss and things that you can do, but maybe more about what hair loss means to men and like just explaining the experiences that you have with some of your clients. Not that like they got hair and suddenly they were so confident, but I want to hear from your perspective, like just how confidence is tied to something like hair and how it can actually be improved even without working with Bosley and getting hair implants. Sure. So I'm going to throw that back on you just real quickly, then I'll come back to that. How important is for a guy to have hair to a woman? That's pretty important, right? I mean, to be honest, I'm in my 30s and it's not important anymore. My husband used to have this big head of hair and I didn't like it. I didn't like how his hair was before. It was too wild and crazy for me. I actually like him now. He shaves his head. And for a long time while he was like losing his hair, he would keep long parts in the front. And I thought that that was quite unattractive. So it's not that big of a deal to me, to be honest. So for me as well, I just want to jump in. Obviously, I would take hair over no hair. Like it came down to it. Of course, eh, I'd lead hair. But what happens, I think, as you get older as a woman, not that we get more open-minded, is that our expectations get lower because our standards get lower because we've met so many <laughs> shitty guys that we're like, whatever, I don't care if he even yeah. has a nose, just if he's decent. Right. So hair is not that important, but it is still important because I think it affects a guy's energy and what he puts out there to women. Yeah. And if he's got low self-esteem with no hair, then that's a double whammy. Absolutely. So I think for guys, it's super, super important. And I mean, even if you go back to biblical times, you know, you think of Samson and the full head of hair, and that was supposedly associated with his strength. And then if you think about just iconic images of a a guy driving down the freeway in a convertible in the top down and his hair flowing, hair has always been associated with power, with youth, those types of things. So I think it's really incredibly important to guys. And like you said, it's really important for self-esteem. So it's a huge issue with guys. And the number of men that are losing their hair approaches 50% of the population. So it's an enormous number. And it really does factor into the way guys think, how they see themselves. And as you said, how they promote themselves and their uh, self-esteem. And I get that. I feel like I'm, because of COVID, I've been like losing my hair recently in big clumps and it's driving me crazy. And I used to have the best hair ever. Just like literally. Stress? From stress and like just from, well, I'm doing like a gut cleanse right now because there's a few things going on too. But I do know that when I was younger, I just got out of the shower. My hair was perfect. And now if I want to make it look good, I have to do something to it. And it does, it does like, you know, hit my confidence a little bit. So I can relate to that. I totally understand how guys must be feeling. What are the reasons that guys lose hair? Is it all just genetic or are there other things at play? So the most common causes of hair loss in men and in women are, like you said, genetics and hormones. So for example, in men, we call it androgenetic alopecia, andro or androgens or hormones, and genetics, obviously heredity. And the same thing in in women, female genetic alopecia, same type of factors. There are other factors at play like inflammation and other things, but those are the major factors that cause hair loss. The good thing about all this is that there's a lot that we can do. And that's what Bosley is all about. I mean, Bosley has been around for over 40 years, where again, an iconic name, we've treated hundreds of thousands of patients with uh, restoring their hair and their self-esteem. We have all sorts of things that we can do. 
underneath the umbrella of hair restoration, there's the transplant, which is the only way to really get more hair. And then there's the maintenance part, which is super important because not only do you want to transplant to areas where you've lost hair, but you want to keep the untransplanted hair so that you get an augmented or even better result. So there's a lot of things that we can help with, both in the prevention arena and also adding more hair. And that's for both men and women. Okay. Amazing. Well, let's talk about the prevention. What are things that people can do to prevent hair loss? If they're at the stage right now where it's just starting for them, what are some things that they can do? So the most important thing is to get in touch with uh, somebody at Bosley. And you can come in for a consultation. Now we're also having video consultations because of COVID. That's really brought that to the forefront. But the most important thing is to have a consultation and an evaluation. We can evaluate your pattern of hair loss, make some sort of identification of what the factors are causing the hair loss, and then establish a treatment plan to prevent further hair loss. The most common things in men are propecia and Rogaine. Propecia or finasteride is a prescription pill that blocks a hormone called DHT, dihydrotestosterone. That's the primary hormone that causes hair loss and thinning. So the major effect of that medication is to block that hormone and to maintain hair, to prevent further hair loss. It can also thicken up some of the hair that's gotten very thin or miniaturized, but mostly to maintain. There's a a small percentage of men, maybe 1% or 2%, that can have a sexual side effect related to that, but the vast majority, 98 or 99% of men, don't have any sort of a sexual side effect or other type of side effect. Rogaine or minoxidil has been around for the same type of time, about 30 years. That's a topical that you rub into the scalp, and that's also very effective at maintaining hair and also potentially thickening up some of the hair. We also have uh, the Bosley Revitalizer. It's a a laser cap. Low-level laser light has become very important, and we know from studies now that it's actually quite effective at maintaining hair. It works through a different mechanism, but essentially to accomplish the same thing, which is maintenance of hair. And you can also combine the Bosley Revitalizer with PRP, or platelet-rich plasma, which is a fairly new adjunct where we, we take some of your blood and spin it down. We get the platelets. Platelets are little elements in your blood that help with healing. We get those isolated, and then we re-inject it back into the scalp. And what happens is those platelets release a whole bunch of growth factors that have a lot of different effects on the follicles, basically keeping them in a growth phase longer, cutting down on cell death, and keeping your hair in a growth phase longer so it stays around longer, and also potentially thickening up some of your hair. And that can be combined with all the other adjuncts as well. So I always hear the horror story of if you stop taking the Rogaine or whatever it was you were doing to help your hair maintain its existence, does it all just fall right out? No, it doesn't all just fall out. Think of using these things as pressing a pause button. So it pauses, it stops the hair loss. But if you were to stop those maintenance adjuncts, the hair loss would continue. Not at an accelerated rate, but it would continue as if it were ongoing before. But these medications and adjuncts are quite effective. For example, you can combine, we have a program called uh, Trigen Plus, where you can combine PRP with the laser, and that's quite effective. Again, the Propecia and uh, Rogaine or Minoxidil are also very effective and have been around for decades. Now, as far as getting your hairline back, getting more hair in the top and the back, that's done with the hair transplant. Right. And is it true that you have to have pretty thick hair, like hair to use from the back of your head in order to get that transplant in the front? Yes. To grow in? So, I mean, you can see guys come walk around and can be totally bald, like a George Costanza type guy where they have that. Oh, oh. just that are magic words. Yeah. Well, there you go. Did you know that I love George? There you go. So, 
The reason that that happens is we don't know why evolutionarily, but for some reason, that hair on the sides and back is protected from the effects of the hormones and genetics and other factors that cause hair loss. So we know that that's a, a safe donor area, meaning we can move hair from that area to other areas of the scalp, and that hair is going to be permanent. So we know that that's a very durable supply of hair, and that's really the basis of this procedure. Now, every once in a while, there are people that have thinning into that area, which is a different type of hair loss, but the vast, vast majority of men and women, that that hair is durable and we can move it around to other areas and it'll be permanent. If you're as far gone as George Costanza is, whereas the whole top of your head has nothing and then you just have that thick line of hair, is it possible to get a hair transplant that far into your hair loss? Or like, should you just chalk it up and be like, ah, it's over? So that's a personal decision and a personal choice. There's only so much donor hair back there. The analogy that I use a lot of times for something like that is, if I wanted you to paint somebody's house and you might require 50 gallons of paint, we only give you one gallon, there's only so far we can get. We can't replace every hair that's been lost in a situation like that. But if it's a good donor area, we can certainly make a a significant change in appearance by restoring the hairline and adding hair back behind that. You can always grow that hair a little bit longer to get some extra coverage, but really framing out the face with the hairline can make a tremendous change in appearance, even if there's not a lot of hair behind that. Yeah, yeah. You know, one of the cases that always kind of blew my mind a bit in terms of its unsuccessfulness with the hair fixing was John Travolta because he got really bald. And when he looked like he got hair, I don't know if it was a transplant or what, but it looked like someone took a black Sharpie (laughs) and drew his hair onto his head. Right. What happened there? Eventually, he just let it go and now he looks great. Right. And so I don't know the particulars of what Travolta did, but sometimes when you see those really defined, sharp, dark hairlines, that can be some type of a hair system where they take hair, kind of like a toupee or a hair... Like a toupee, yeah. And that might be the case. You see, the thing that sets Bosley apart, the great thing about Bosley is the artistry and creating a hairline where you're not going to get that kind of a look. What we do with Bosley is do such a great job with creating a hairline that you wouldn't know that somebody had a hair transplant. Dr. Bosley used to say, do you know how you can tell somebody's had a great hair transplant? And the answer would be, you can't tell because you want it to look so natural. And that's what we've been doing at Bosley for 40 plus years. Yeah, I think it's wonderful. I'm going to wrap this up because I'm going to use this as a a bonus podcast that we're going to put out as something to promote for you guys because I don't really have other questions about hair loss, but I think that you've explained some good options for any of the guys out there who potentially are going through losing their hair. It is hard. I didn't want to downplay it. Like what Christian was saying, what doesn't really matter for us. Like it is, it's a huge deal to the individual. Forget about being a huge deal for women. It's a huge deal to see your identity change and for your face to change and for you to grow older and to lose hair. All of these things are very, very challenging and very, very difficult. And especially when it happens to you at a younger age, it's really hard. So I think that you provided some amazing solutions for this. Is there a website link that you can give to people or should they just search Bosley to go and find this? Yeah, www.bosley.com. They can look that up. And if I might be able to make two last points. Yeah. This works for women as well. About 10% of our patient population are women. And I'm like, my bald spot as you speak. <laughs> well, that's hardly, but I mean, we could talk if Hardly. You <laughs> it's awful. I didn't. I want to hear nothing. There's nothing there. Don't worry. Okay. Anyway, go on. Well, we can take care of that for you. And then the last thing I wanted to mention was 
when we do hair transplants, there's two different ways of doing it. One is by the strip where we remove a strip and sew it back together. And the other one is by FUE or follicular unit excision, where we take them out and replace them one by one. That's for people that for some reason don't want to have a, a strip removed. They're afraid of there maybe being a, a fine scar in the back of the head. So we have both options available and we want to do whatever the right thing is for each particular individual. Either way, they get great results. I love it. Okay, so go check out Bosley. And thank you so much for coming on the podcast for this bonus edition of the Ask Women podcast. Thank you. Thank you, guys. 